Let's start. Yep, live. Live? Oh, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the host, Paul, and we are joined by Kevin Grant today for a very Christmassy special of the Nerdy Up North podcast. And it's probably got Sam, who is a very Christmassy person, the three of the the grumpy old men, shall we say. Yes. <laughs> oh, what is it? Um, three grumpy old men and a lady. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to sound like But yes, so this is our Christmas special. So um, the idea for this episode was to basically discuss about all things Christmas specials. So it literally can be anything and everything. So... We'll try and see what we what interesting stuff we could come up with. It could go on for hours. It could be ten minutes. Here we go. <laughs> Stick around to find out. I'll do the disclaimer, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just we'll crack on talking about because I can list hundreds, and it might just drug your memories. It might not. You might think I'm daft, but we'll see. So mm-hmm. today's oh god, oh my god, <gasps> just forgotten it. How dare you! <laughs> Everything discussed in today's episode. No, my God, why don't I remember what's <laughs> happened? Technology issue, guys. This is how oh my professional God, I'm so, so sorry. And this is the voice that was on the BBC. My goodness. Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well said. And to be fair, that's 108 episodes and it's the first time you've slipped up. So well done. I, I, I don't know why, but the beginning bit just didn't sound right. I was like, do I start that way? Do I not? I couldn't remember. Then this is something I forcefully put into the podcast just to make sure our asses were covered. And just to let you know as well, Sam is hyper as fuck tonight, guys. So we're going I'm to be not, on the- I'm incredibly, <laughs> I'm incredibly tired. And what I'm trying to do is overcompensate for that and make sure that my energy levels are high. <laughs> so there yes. we go. So, Christmas yes. specials. Are we not doing your little thing as well, are we not? Oh, if you want to, because <laughs> when was the last time we were on? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, gosh, yeah, it's Friday, isn't it? Well, yeah. guys, how are you doing? How's your week yes. been? What have you been watching? That's fine. Yeah, you, you will get it to work one day, I guess. <laughs> I'll find a slogan that fits and kind of like has a rhythm to it. But for now, it's just really awkward right. way of I, saying what you've been watching. I'm going to take over this for a few seconds because I want to talk about, again, I know I waffled on about last episode, the fucking traitors. I hated the show, but now <laughs> it's fucking the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> Literally, it is the most addictive thing I've ever seen. It's, it is trash TV. But mm. last night, I've never watched a TV show finale where I was actually standing up in front of the TV and he said, don't you fucking believe that guy? You better not give him the money. Um, like I think we were t- talking about in the chat earlier, me and Grant, and it is basically just a live-action version of Among Us where people just go around murdering each other and then they pretend that it wasn't them. And like saying, no, it wasn't me. It's like saying... <laughs> I'm trying to be as convincing as you can, but this guy will had basically backstabbed everyone throughout the whole show, even people who he was working with, to the point where the last person who he backstabbed went, right, I'm going to leave you as a nice part and gift and put Will's name down. And he got fucked over big style, so he lost about a hundred grand. So I was out of the moon. But yes. <laughs> so is he a call centre manager by any chance? Uh, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never seen you get so excited over a TV show before, like a TV oh, show of this basis. Honestly, it was shit, but I I couldn't stop watching. Like even Nick, like Nick hates these reality TV shows to the bits. Like we thought we'd watch it because the, like it had people in gowns and masks. So it went, oh, it looks yeah. quite, quite dark, <laughs> dark and uh, interesting. But fuck me, it was so. I, I I this would be a show I would want to go on if that makes sense. Yeah. Just just to try and fuck people over, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know I saw your air thread this morning about the season and everyone was just saying they were screaming at the telly. Even my sister was mm-hmm. highly, highly vocal on this one. <laughs> yes, uh, but no, I liked my trash TV. I, I did watch a documentary called The Real Narcos with Foxy from SES, um, basically um, going in Colombia, Mexico and uh, Peru and showing like both sides, like the military force and how these people get like around it and like the cartels. It is a, a very much of an eye open, not very Christmassy, but uh, it was very interesting. But it was quite, it was a, a, an interesting partner as well because Foxy was met with uh, one of uh, one of the the big hitmen for that used to be the hitmen for the cartel and done twenty six years uh, in a Colombian jail, and basically was just having a conversation with him and says, well. And the guy just said to him, what's different? You, you've killed people, haven't you, Foxy? And he went, yes, for my country. He went, well, I kill people for my boss. Your boss is the is your country. So both jobs, I'm a murderer, you're a hero. Where's the difference? And he didn't have a really an answer, and it was quite quite interesting. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a massive story, really. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you're getting paid to kill people, but it is, like, mainly mm-hmm. invasions and stuff like that. These cunts are the ones doing the invading, so there's a pretty big fucking difference. And if Foxy couldn't think of an answer for that, then he's a bit of a fucking helmet. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, the guy had loaded guns on him as well, so I don't think he was trying to piss him off in the middle of Colombia. <laughs> it's helpful. Yeah, you can still have a debate with someone. Mm-hmm. True. But you can still have a debate as long as you're respectful. Colombians aren't all hot-headed. Mm-hmm. It, I remember watching that Dark Tourist on Netflix and the, it was mm-hmm. one where the guy who was like, a, he was a, a henchman for like, what's his name? Escobar. Yeah. Um, and he was just so, they were just so blatant about it. Yeah. Like, it was so matter of fact. Like, it was good. Oh, yeah, I just killed all these people and yeah, I used to smuggle all these drugs and it's like, mm-hmm. that's not normal. <laughs> no, that's not normal life. Sociopaths. Lunatics, man. Crazy. So what have you been watching, Grant? Out and out? So, I've a couple of new discoveries over the course of the last few days since I was on um, Sunday's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch and watch and watch. <laughs> and, uh, what did he just say? <laughs> I couldn't hear what you said, Kev. <laughs> oh, it's all right then. Okay. Right. We're going to move on to the porn. Um, oh, porn! <laughs> I has discovered two things. Um, so yeah, the first one was uh, I've watched Avatar: Way of the Water. Oh, um, no spoilers, but um, it it gets the fucking job done, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, well, no spoilers. I don't want to give anything away. That's but, such a uh, good review, though. It gets the fucking job done. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think it's a little bit formulaic. I had quite a bit of it called within the first ten minutes, based on how they introduce certain characters and relationships and that kind of thing. But I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. Um, but the more exciting one is I uh, discovered uh, late 90s, early 2000s erotic horror anthology series on Amazon, okay. which I'm absolutely amazed by. 
because you hear the word erotic horror <laughs> anthology and you think, oh, this is going to be <laughs> fucking terrible. But I don't. It, <laughs> oh, no, neither did I when I saw it. And then I clicked on it for a little bit of a description and the description had me absolutely hooked. It's a TV series called The Hunger. Uh, mm. Ran for two seasons between 97 and 2000. Is produced by Ridley Scott. Mm. Um, most of the directorial uh, credits go to either Tony Scott or other members of the Scott family. Um, you've got your sons in there. And as far as casting is concerned, it's got some absolute blinders in there. It's got Michael Anthony Hall in one of the episodes. It's got, um, Tor- is it Tori Petty, Tanko? Um, yeah, Laurie Petty. Petty. Laurie Petty, sorry. Um, because it's a joint Canadian and British production, there's loads of British actors in there that you've seen through a variety of drama yeah. series and comedy series and that kind of stuff. Um, and very, very early, and in the same episode, uh, Liana Hedy and um, Daniel Craig. Oh. So, oh. as far as all of our nerds is concerned, if you want to see Cersei Lannister riding James Bond like he's a Grand National winner, this is the show for you. If you want to see what looks like naked, this is the show for you. It's got Brad Dorif in it as well. Um, is he na- I don't want to know if he's naked or not. That's not an image I want to see. I haven't actually got as far as that episode yet, but um, presenting-wise as well, the first season's presented by Terence Stamp, General mm. Zod, wow. and the second season's presented by David Bowie. Um, it genuinely is a hidden gem. And in a lot of the imagery in this TV series, you can see where some of the inspiration for American Horror Story mm. came from and the way that certain bits are shot and, you know, the weird little crackle pop mm. image oh, things. It, it's a blinder, you know, lots of blood and guts and gore. So who, which, which network produced it at the time then? Uh, let me What's it called see. again, Grant? Uh, the Hunger. The Hunger. Hunger. Um, it was Scott Free Productions, Telecine Film Productions, and it was put out on the Canadian network, the Movie Network. All right. Um, I don't think it got much exposure in this country when it originally aired. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, the cast of the hobbies would have got like a bit more type thing now. Yeah, I mean, went on. Like, yeah, you know, they're all quite early roles. You know, Daniel Craig in 1997, and he's what? He's only a band. In it, and so is um, is it Leon? Is, is that how you pronounce it? Lena Hedy. Um, Lena Hedy looks spectacular. Oh, she does. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, you know, she's aged like whiskey. That woman. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, I'm going on a bit. But yeah, cool. tits, oh. That's what you want. I was, I was pretty sold there until you said David Bowie, and I just checked us right out. <laughs> But season two, you can try. You can try. You can try season one. I'm gonna give that a try. What about you? What about what about you, Kev? Anything that you've watched? As he takes a big drink. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Product placement. <laughs> Going all Wayne's um, world on us there. Let's get a pizza. Yeah, why not? I watched um, Glass Onion today. Um, the Knives Out sequel. Genuinely, mm. wouldn't recommend it. Pretty dull. Pretty boring, obvious. Daniel fantastic as usual. He's brilliant in that role. Can't help but think Ben Watson should have been like a TV show rather than a film series, though. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just a show. went off. Well, I'm going to rewrite this just for my fucking everything. All the lines. So it's like that. Pass. Um, Paradise PD. 
mm-hmm. the season started. Hard fucking passage. Right. So yeah. bad. Um, but we'll, you, we'll, well, 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 well ch- change this over. Have you watched anything that you've enjoyed? There's been a massive problem with films and TV shows lately for me. I've just not enjoyed yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I started watching The Walking Dead again just the first couple of seasons because I genuinely mm. did enjoy the first couple. Mm. Um, mm. And the new season of Criminal Minds is fucking spectacular. It is one of mm. the best seasons I have ever seen in my life and it's just went in with mid-year break. So I'm ready to scream at the telly. Uh-huh. It was unbelievable. It's making me want to go back and watch them. Four. Oh, sorry, Kev. I didn't mean uh, to interrupt. Oh, no, it's just the only thing I didn't like about it is the fact that the store, it kind of tore out a little bit because they were all still flat and like really calm and collected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, New Criminal Mind is fantastic. Um, and there was something else we've started, but I kind of fucking remember for the love of God what it is. Mm-hmm. My brain has been absolutely fried this week. Willow. Oh, no. Willow. Yeah, we started Willow the other week. <laughs> a spectacular fucking visuals. Haven't finished. Well, we haven't even started this week's episode, but mm-hmm. it's just been unbelievable, like visually stunning. And yeah. um, that cover of um, Black Horse Sun at the end of the last episode was beautiful. Yeah, I watched the first couple episodes of yeah, Willow. Really, enjo- really, really enjoyed it. Um, basically, um, like I said, I've left the last two ones because I'm going to like, like, basically watch them all at once. Because, mm. uh, yeah. like I say, it's one of them where. It's not a, a show that lends well to waiting a week to watch because no. you watch it, you get really excited and then you kind of forget about it and then it comes back and it's like, oh, yeah, it's well. But if, I think if you watch them all, like, well, or binge them, it's going to be a more enjoyable show. But, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm that doing. Like our, um, our Christmas episode just started again. Um, we've got like a little Christmas tradition where we watch his dark materials on BBC One. Mm-hmm. And the third season started on Sunday, and I mm-hmm. love it. Cool. And um, I was quite happy to see Daphne Keane coming along again because apparently she's coming back into the MCU as um, X twenty three. So ah yes, yes, I've heard I've heard rumours about that as well because apparently Deadpool three is going to be more time travel, and that's how they're getting that's how they're getting through the the Logan thing because they didn't want to like spoil Logan apparently. But uh, but yeah, and thank you for Charlotte for entertaining as well. There, I could hear you a little bit in the background. <laughs> Participation. <laughs> what about you, Sammy? Have you watched anything? I watched uh, television wise, no, because it. Oh, I'm still watching Frasier. Um, but last night, me and Anth watched uh, Violent Night with mm-hmm. David Harbour. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. I really want you guys to watch it because it was just so. So much fun, laughed me ass off. I don't want to give. I don't <laughs> want to give any more away because I will just literally go into like, and this happened, and then this happened, and oh my god, this is so funny. Um, so yeah, no, go I'm watch it. <laughs> but yes, so let let's get down to the the brass tacks of it. Uh, what <laughs> what we're here tonight to discuss Christmas specials. So I think with us all being around about the same age, I know some of us are a little bit older than others. Uh, probably me. Um. But I think we were a little bit spoiled back in the day when it comes to Christmas specials from our range range, like the, the programs we got from the eighties to the nineties, um, like and the shows that like they kind of put out for Christmas specials, they kind of made a big deal. Like yeah. when you look at TV Christmas specials now, um, it's like big off Christmas Christmas special. 
uh, Sonbay Christmas special. Like build a like, fucking yeah. snowman Christmas special. It's like but, red lip celebrities. Mm-hmm. Let's make something. Yep, but it's not yeah. not to say that's a bad thing for because as I said, people do like that type of shit. But yeah. we got like the bottom Christmas special. We got like yeah. um like only fills and horses Christmas only special. Food. Yep. Um and stuff like that. I know we still get like say on Christmas or New Year's Day, like the Doctor Who now that's like say come back yeah. as a bit of a tradition. But it's kind of like falling on a wayside, like what we used to get, like Christmas special wise. I think America does it a lot better than us, to be honest, now. Yeah. Every single one of their shows that's going out like around about these times, they always do fit in like a Christmas episode. I know they do like the fit for the seasons. But now it's a little bit kind of like an anti-climax when you get the radio times or when we used to get the radio times and we used to get the highlight right and saying, this is what I want to watch. This is what you're going to watch. It, it's kind of left a little bit flat because you get them all on Netflix now and it, it doesn't have the same ring. But we, I, I think, like I say, in our generation, we were spoiled so much when we were kids, mm. like the things we used to get, like even like the, the bad ones, like Noel's House Party Christmas special, like everyone used to have to watch it. And um, like, say, see what was going to happen, like who was going to be in the blobby suit this week and stuff like that. Um, but if we're going to kick it off to talk about Christmas specials over Christmas specials, I think the first one we should discuss is the worst one that was ever made. And that it was made and to the point where they tried to pretend it never existed. They tried uh-huh. to stop it getting out. And it was only released on Disney Plus in 2021. You could only get it as a bootleg. 1978. No, I thought it was 77. 78. What is it? The Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Do you remember watching this as a kid? Because I remember watching it again on a dodgy copy. I think I might yeah. have seen it on a dodgy copy because it's like when I look at parts of it now, I have like that memory flashback coming up of sitting like with my granddad and it, we watching it, but I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah, um, but it would have definitely been bootlegged. <laughs> it was so I bizarre. Good, I did enjoy the like old version of it. Yeah, no, like there has been piss takes like so much about this throughout the years. It was like yeah. um, the thing that gave us like uh, it, it came right after uh, Star Wars, so it was before Empire and before Jedi and stuff like that. So the characters all looked young, like all the original cast came back as well, like um, like Luke, like Han Solo, uh, like Harrison Ford fucking did this. Harrison Ford was actually oh this. miserable <laughs> man on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it introduced like like really quite weird elements as well. It, it took us to like uh, the uh, Chewie's home planet Kashish uh, for the first time where we got to experience Life Day yeah. <laughs> oh yeah Life Day <laughs> Life Day where everything was happy and yay um, and like I said didn't know that there was this galactic empire that was trying to crush the world but everything was happy and it gave mm. us like really short cut cartoon cutouts as well because we had the like before uh, we got Boba Fett we, like I said we had like Boba Fett's backstory like before the show and he was like a bounty hunter that he was riding dinosaurs for some reason in this cartoon. Like literally go back and find it on YouTube. I'd go on Disney Plus, watch it. They've got Boba Fett riding a dinosaur or like some kind of giant lizard. And that's why they took the piss out of it in the Boba Fett show when he's riding the Rancor. Oh, that was like a throwback to the Christmas special. 
Oh, that makes sense. Now I have seen that image. Like I've I've watched that. I haven't watched it like since it was on Disney Plus. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, but I have seen that clip. I didn't realize that's what it was referencing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, too funny. But yes, that was like as I said, when it comes to like Christmas specials, that's probably the most infamous. I wouldn't say famous because like I'm going all uh, three amigos on you say infamous. Um, it's basically. It is terrible. It it shouldn't have been made. I don't know what George Lucas was saying. Well, he, well, I do. It was all about the money and saying what can we make from it and uh, all the marketing. But I just think it's hilarious that they put it out. It was only I think it was only a broadcast once at the time, and then they yeah. went, "This cannot be shown again" because a lot of it was live. I think. Well, again, oh. that might I, that might be bullshit. I, I might be making that up now, but I, I I I've got a feeling that like like so, for some reason that that part of it was live. Because that's how some of it was like really well. Let's be honest. Uh, Mark Hamill's acting at the back in the day wasn't the best, but it was so wooden and uh, <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I thought it would be interesting to kick off with. Uh, that's so good. <laughs> that is so good. I was like, I've got like all these because I love our Christmas specials. So I've mm. got like oh got all these English ones like running through my head, and then you just break out with. A- Fucking Star Wars one. That is genius. That is so good. <laughs> but um, but but Goodwill's just asked in the chat as well. Do you think it's canon now? Because in reference to to um, like Boba Fett riding a dinosaur, I think potentially it could be canon, and I don't see yeah. why it shouldn't be now. Well, it is as part of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. If they've put it on Disney Plus, then yeah. <laughs> Multiverse, man, doesn't matter. Multi, multiverse, <laughs> multi star, multi star verse, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, what's because I know I've mentioned a few at the start, but what would you say is the biggest one that jumps out to your mind? Like that, when you think of Christmas special, that you go to instantly. Um, oh, go on, Kev. Go for some. Right. Mine is um, really, really special to us. And I've never actually seen the show that followed this. So this was a one off. And then out of it, I don't know if it was out of this or was already planned, but a a TV series came and followed this this one off special. Um, Can any of you remember Northern Lights? Yes. Yes. So the Christmas special was Christmas Lights. Mm-hmm. And it was of two best friends, one of them being Robson Green, and they have a battle over Christmas lights and um, obviously different th- life situations and that. And it is my favourite Christmas special of all time. Mm-hmm. I The minute December 1st hits, it's straight on the telly. It took me years to find it again. Um, Amazon was selling it for a pound a few years ago and I have just bought it. It's just there. My dad even uses my Amazon login just to watch it. Like <laughs> it is one of my favorite. It's nothing special. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing. It is no funny parts. Like it's not laugh out loud funny, but I just, I love people and I love mm-hmm. people's interactions. And I just love that the story of these two. Like mm-hmm. the, the best friends have known each other since kids and they end up marrying sisters. Mm-hmm. And Maxine Peake's in it. I don't believe Maxine Peake went on to do the TV show, um, but she is in this special because it literally is just a one-off and then Northern Lights came afterwards. Yeah. But oh. it is one of my favourites. I do recommend, if you're from the northeast, watch it because it's great. <laughs> what were you going to say then, Kev? Um, I'm going to go with... Um... 
Field and go with Father Ted. Yes, that is a brilliant show. The laundry department, um, Mrs. Doyle's tea machine. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was just an absolute cracker. Um, and Father Ted, obviously, with that last mm-hmm. scene trapped in the laundry department, it leads us back to my favourite film, The Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the kid was the young priest. Right, I okay. You could get that in there. <laughs> he was the young priest that was sort of curled up in a ball crying in the corner. <laughs> the enough also does the voice of soap for modern warfare so yeah, yeah. No, I just love it yeah I remember that, like say the Father Ted ones always stood out with being like a, a little bit special well Father Ted is a show that was like it's one of them ones where like you, you don't appreciate until mm. like it's gone and like there can't be any more because mm-hmm. you're like it was like on channel 4 each week and you're like oh I'll watch this week I'll watch I, I might miss yeah. next week but it wasn't. It wasn't that you. It wasn't because you think you just you didn't appreciate. And I think when you get older, and you relate so heavily to each of the characters, like probably I'm Father Jack now, sitting in the chair, just serving drink and feck. Uh, <laughs> but <Just a> drink. <laughs> yes, pretty much. But um, but yeah, uh, I love the Christmas episode of uh, Father Ted. Like 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 all of them were like each of the characters is just brilliant. Um, I didn't appreciate Father Ted until I was an adult. I didn't get the comedy. It's yeah. that wasn't my like that's that's not I I love obviously English and and oh no, I know it's not English but Irish but I just didn't I didn't get it until <laughs> I was an adult and I fully and that episode buckled me <laughs> like absolutely and it's so it's nothing elaborate either the comedy oh, in it is not like simple. super clever it's just simple <laughs> and I love the simplicity in it. Certainly. What about you, Grant? Which one would you say jumps to? Well, Kev's nicked me fucking idea with Father Ted. <laughs> Father Ted it is probably my favourite TV series of all time. I've been sitting here racking my brains because I'm in here on zero prep again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul's already mentioned my one briefly. Um, aside from the Father Ted one, I love the bottom. Yes. Uh, special. Yeah, uh, your gold Frankenstein and Gurr. No. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I adore Rick Mail. Um, yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen anything that he was ever in that I didn't absolutely thoroughly enjoy, including mm-hmm. that weird thing that he did on ITV where he was in the Illuminati. Um, right. I can't remember the name of the TV series. It's not particularly widespread. I found it on a massive um, like download pack, mm-hmm. and it had everything all of his films all of his tv shows it even had like snippets from wogan in 1978 when he was doing a stand-up routine as student rick um yeah yeah, bottom as far as my youth is concerned because paul had mentioned like tv in the 90s and what have you it's always gonna have a massive special place in my heart Mm -hmm. and that episode just it it I mean, every episode of Bottom breaks me. Mm. It, every time I watch mm. it, they never get old. But that one in no. particular, I just find astounding. Rick Mail with the the thing yeah. over him trying to be the Virgin Mary <laughs> and everything. And it's fucking outstanding. <laughs> I, I would have loved to been on set for them too, just to see, like, because what they put on screen was brilliant. But I would have loved to have seen the outtakes. Yeah. Both of them try and do, outdo each other. Both of them try and make each other laugh. Like, see, so you can tell, like, say, they, they do stuff and, like, the ad living that must have went on. Because, um, like, when you hear interviews with Rick Mail, like, from, like, other projects he's done, like, the Harry Potter one is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Where he's talking about, like, being cast as Peeves the ghost and they the, had to cut him out because he couldn't, he wouldn't stop making the other cast members and the kids laugh so much. 
So any time yeah. he was on set or like or, or doing something, he was just being like this hilarious set. And um, his last show he did before he passed was Man Down with Greg Davis. Um, yes. which which I would recommend to anyone to watch, just so them two. Good. But Greg Davis asked, was interviewed and said, what was it like working with Rick Mill? And he said, it was the scariest time of his life, but he's never had so much fun because each day he didn't know what was going to happen because Rick mm. Mill would, like during the, would play his dad in the show, but throughout the show would attack him in certain things and try and like scare him. But with him like doing that on, on screen carried on, he would do it any time they'd come on set. So he could be hiding in a box and Greg Davis is about nearly seven foot tall and Rick Mills just this tiny little thing. But Greg Davis was absolutely terrified of him because he thought he was actually going to kill him at some points because he was just that crazed, <laughs> which just amazes us. I love um I love watching one bottom live. Um, yeah. I think it's the second one when then Rick Mayo comes out and he fluffs his lines up and Aid Edmonds and top of his paper. Mm-hmm. Ah, you fucked up, didn't you? Cunt! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking buckled at it. Every time you can see them try to pull each other off the line, I'm telling you now that is the partnership. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it'll, um, it'll never be recreated. Mm. You'll never get a partnership nah, like that again. Ed Edmondson's line when um, when obviously Rick Mill died, he left us here, the selfish bastard. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I was just like, my god, no. Like those two, they they were like fucking. Oh, they're just amazing. Love yeah, them. it's it's absolute pure mm-hmm. genius British comedy. Yes, and and it is quintessential yeah. British as well. Like, there's mm-hmm. no doubt. Like, um, I, I know some humor gets transitioned over, but it's just a shame. Like, say that we didn't. I know we got Rick Mail to a level. I, I think the biggest thing he did, like in America at the time, like film wise, was probably say Drop Dead Fred. Um, but again, it's a shame we didn't get more because he, he he was a star that deserved to be as big, like the biggest comedian that was. But that yeah. again, I could wax lyrical. Me too. About, Me too. Um, it's, I could, I could quote you flash heart all <laughs> for the rest of the podcast oh. if needed. Episode <laughs> for Rick Mail, I think. Yeah, coming at the New Year. Place your votes in the chat. <laughs> Rick Mail episode. <laughs> Everyone trying to get on it. That's that the thing. That's a problem. That was on my list. You but, have uh, a lot. Um, mine, like the thing that jumps into mine, because um, it's probably not always more cartoon wise type thing for me. And I know we're doing an episode about them in the new year, but the ones that always like kind of stand out is like the early Simpsons Christmas episodes. Because when yeah. the Simpsons first came out, um, it was re- revolutionary. It was very big, and it was like nothing that we had seen before. I know everyone has kind of in it in it like imitated and explored further but like the Christmas episodes are all we were the great the, the, the one where they got Santa's little helper always stands out in mind where uh, everything's going wrong and um, I, I'm sure that's a Christmas one isn't it isn't or that like one of the first episodes that's the first episode yeah yeah that's, yeah but I, I might be wrong though because the other one that does stand out is the one with the the, the, the piss take out of the the teddy bears that come alive, the Lotso is also in the cold. Is it Lotso? Not Lotso Bear. That's Lotso. a different. Is that the one from Lotso Toy Story, Lotso Bear? Yeah, that's Lotso. Yeah. But there was a. I'm just called that at work. Put it like a teddy box spin or something. 
it was a spin on it, but these things like say you gotta love me and Homer and them's getting like buried down and like say Santa's little help ends up saving them at the end. I think actually they were trying to get rid of Santa's little help because he needed an operation. No, and like saying missed out on all those things, so the kids were going off him, but then he saves them in the end. That's always where my memory served is wrong there. Sorry, but the Simpsons episodes I always used to stand out like like similar to the Halloween episodes you used to like mm. wait all year. To watch the Treehouse of Horrors, but the Simpsons used to be like a like a like quite a high standard when it comes to the, the special episodes. I know they've went downhill since obviously how many seasons have been 35, 36 seasons of There's the Simpsons? Not something not like not. that. Yeah, it's got to be there about. Sorry, uh, Funzo. Beth's just told us in the chat there. Funzo, oh. thank you. Um, that was the I thing was the... said about twenty times. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up, mate. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. but um, no the. Other one as well, again a little bit more further on, but the Futurama Christmas episodes with uh, Crazy Santa Claus and how it, like Christmas has changed, where it's not a joyful thing, it's a terrified thing, where everyone's scared to go out and give presents because if if Santa finds you, he's gonna fucking fuck you up. So, I fucking love the Futurama Christmas episodes. It's that bit with the Plutonians, like all yes. that. And they just look up at him and go, "We're shrimpy because he doesn't feed us." <laughs> <laughs> but that's the ones as well where they go the, the home plan. They've got to do a delivery, and, and Santa's like, um, "Yeah, kind of fuck it." Like, like, see, if you ever wanted to be like a scary uh, Santa and everything like that. But then there's like Kwanzaa bot as well, so they've got like other uh, <laughs> other, other aspects like thrown in there. Uh, doing like a zombie man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, see, uh, with cartoons as well, like with a lot of the oh. Christmas specials, they, they go hard. Mm. Uh, especially like if you think of like the South Park ones, which are just absolutely crazy. They had, I think, they had Santa Claus versus Jesus at one point, uh, in, in yeah. one of the in one of the brawls. <laughs> uh, but then you go, but then you get the like, say the the complete spin on it. Uh, like, say the most wholesome episode you'll ever see is Charlie Brown's Christmas special. Like with Snoopy and stuff. Oh, you kind of don't hear Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, I was just not a. I was just really not a fan of Charlie Brown as a kid. He annoyed the pants offers. Snoopy got all the time in the world for Snoopy, but Charlie, mm-hmm. Charlie Brown. The peanuts cartoons. Yeah. So, <laughs> was there any other cartoons like 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 you guys were into like as kids or anything like that, or even now? Because like, see, I know they still keep carrying on the tradition with Bob's Burgers as well. Like the Bob's yeah. Burgers ones are always hilarious. Like they I think. Do. One of the ones, one of my favourites for that was uh, everyone's st- stealing Linda's Christmas decorations and like a kid's made and she's getting really pissed off about it to the point where they're tracking her down and it's like a, a spin on the Krampus. So they think the Krampus is uh, stealing, uh, <laughs> stealing all the decorations and they're getting getting annoyed about it. American Dad. American Dad. Oh, I American Dad Christmas watched. specials are fucking brilliant. No, I've never watched American Dad. I don't know. That's a lie. I've seen a couple episodes, but not like... So much better than Family Guy. Oh, see, I was just about to bring up Family Guy because there's one that really sticks to us, which is a Christmas one where Lois is really trying to make Christmas special and it just goes tits up and then she loses yeah. her shit. And, oh, mm-hmm. I do. That is one that sticks in my head. But when it comes down to, like, classic cartoons, you know, like your Charlie Browns, we don't mm-hmm. have anything like that. Um, oh my god! Yes, we do. I've just oh, I've just had a memory come back. <laughs> yes, we god. do. Um, so, did any of you used to watch a program called Stay Tuned? 
I think it was called Stay Tuned. It was with Tony Robinson, and he used to do a cartoon compilation. Yeah, a, a, is it having flashbacks? <laughs> I remember this now. Yeah, and he, <laughs> yes. yeah, he used to do like cartoon compilations, and he did a Christmas special. And on that Christmas special, he showed the entirety of a Popeye episode from the 60s, 50s or 60s. It's all in black and white, and it's a New Year special one. They also did uh, California Raisins. There was yep. a special Christmas special with that one. Um, and Tom and Jerry, The Night mm-hmm. Before Christmas. And I absolutely adore that cartoon. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, me and my sister had a VHS of that episode. And it also had, I think it had Alice in Wonderland in as well, but we would repeatedly watch. And it literally was to the point where it was just clips. Mm-hmm. But then as adults, we've now gone and found it and watched the whole episodes. But the Popeye one is brilliant. Um, but the Tom and Jerry one is so special. I just love it. Oh, Tom and Jerry, though, just reminds me of my dad so much because that was a cartoon I used to grow up with like as a kid, um, like the Hanna-Barbera's and the Looney Tunes and mm-hmm. like, like all that, them different aspects. Before This was even before Cartoon Network came out type thing because um, we used to get the VHSs of them as well where they used to have like... Um, like adverts for like wacky races and um, catch the pigeon and stuff like that on beforehand, um, but uh, Tom and Jerry, yeah, like I said, that was that was always like a Christmas staple um, around our house because they used to only be like five, like three, four minute cartoons, um, but they used to be like a few different ones all the way through. So you used to get like fifteen minutes or twenty twenty minutes of Tom and Jerry, but like mixed in, so you used to get like little, little short episodes. But the, I remember the Christmas one. But they always used to have that. The, the, was it the Aunt Jemima, the, like the big black woman? Uh, you always only saw her legs, and she used to go, "Thomas, Thomas." Uh, I say not uh, like I say, culturally appropriate these days, but <laughs> but um, it, it was very much of the time. And yeah. uh, I would always like go back to Tom and Jerry as like it, it, as crazy and as wacky as it is. It was also like say I said quite wholesome and, and just fun. <laughs> but uh, but that's. Reminds me of Christmas as a kid, watching them type yeah, of content. The Flintstones celebrating Christmas before Jesus. Yep, <laughs> that's that's in the Tony Robbins Robbins um Robinsons program mm-hmm. is the Christmas special where um Fred has to dress up as Santa Claus and he's yep. late. Mm-hmm. That's the premise, and he's late to the party. That is the premise yep. of the whole episode, but it's so much fun. <laughs> celebrating to... Christmas before Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the irony back then kev and apparently no. i didn't don't see it now because the pennies just dropped of what you've said <laughs> to be fair we were all watching it for different reasons back then but probably we would all watch it for for um for, for different reasons now shall we say Felmer and, and betty like say like how would oh wilma and betty wilma. Either. okay guys so gut check reaction here wilma or betty <laughs> betty 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 but i'll be thinking of wilma <laughs> oh, God, what's, that? It. what's that off red wolf <laughs> that's a question as well because i know red dwarf's been going for years was it because i can't remember too much no. some of you probably know was there never a, a christmas episode no. of red dwarf no never because they don't know time they don't know <laughs> they don't know the day of the year or anything so there was never ah. there was never a christmas special for red dwarf but there was one there was birthday episode mm. yes there was death day episode Right. Um, which is one of my favourite ones. But there was a Christmas special for Blackadder, which I've yes, just literally has just come into my brain right there. See, I told mm-hmm. you I just had spitfire. <laughs> um, Grant, you look confused. 
I can't remember which season of Blackadder's got a Christmas it, special. It wasn't. It was an actual Christmas. Oh, right. I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's Eben, like it's the Christmas Carol, but it goes yeah. the complete other way. <laughs> he's like the nicest guy on the planet, yeah. and then they come and show him past, present, and future, and he turns into Blackadder. Black <laughs> <laughs> How was that recent, or was that a while ago? That was, was I'll tell you, because I've, I've been looking for Tony Robinson's programming of the of what that program was, and I'm sure it was just called Stay Tuned. And then Blackadder popped up. Mm-hmm. Um, Blackadder's Christmas Carol was, sorry, guys, 1988. Right, okay. I know they did, they tried to, not like bring it back, but they had a casting. Blackadder was um, back and forth. Back and yeah. forth, yeah, they did yeah. that. That was for 2000. That was in the Millennium Dome. Can you remember? Yeah, I remember that. Like, say, I don't know if that was anything to do with the Christmas special because mm. that one doesn't quite like stay in my uh, no. memory too, too mm. hard. But like, as you said, like, Christmas Day and Boxing Day used to be, like, say, certain programs that like you had to be around to watch. Like, I remember yeah. Only Fills and Horses. Like, mm. say, even when the season was on, but then when the each year they would do like one-off episodes and it would either be the Christmas episode or the New Year's episode and you kept on thinking just ended here you've ended it perfectly but then you were clamoring for it next year yeah and you saw David Jason was dying his hair and uh going from the great to the black hair again <laughs> yeah the um so I think they ended at like season six of a series of only fools and horses so anything after that is just specials that they would bring yeah. out whether it be like an Easter or a Christmas one um my favorite one is still to this day is indecent export is it no oh god what's it called it's the episode i love that one but i do love the one where he um him and raquel break up mm-hmm. and he go, he's, he's gonna go on a date with a dentist lady and then he thinks yeah. the dentist lady's stalking gonna is it like single white female or something or yeah. like something like that something like that yeah, so like, it's like he thinks she's stalking her, but then she thinks he's stalking her, and then he sets she sets him up at the end. It's the riot in the middle. Hogan yeah. cracks us up. There's a full blown <laughs> riot going on, which was obviously very prevalent for the time. And he pulls up in yeah. his green car, honks his horn, and the riot just parts. <laughs> and I you can it. see he sold them all dodgy ski masks. <laughs> but I love it when it they're was driving fantastic. But when they're driving through, they've got each of them saying, all right, Del Boy. And it's not just, it's the writers and the police as well. Uh, like, he's <laughs> so well known, but he's just like, I'm just trying to get through, lads. But uh, like I say, I, I, I adored Only Frozen Horses. Like, mm. it's one yeah. of them shows that even now you can watch. And so. I still think um, when we got, like, to me, when they did anything after the point when they won the lottery and, like, say, everything, mm. they got everything they wanted, that to me should have been finished i didn't want to see anything more um i know we got more and again you can never complain and like i say be thankful but to me that will always be the true ending like i say i, I don't the really want to go back exactly totally, totally agree with you even as like only yeah. fills and horses is incredibly special in my household my dad yeah. stopped me stopped my mother from going to the hospital when she was in labor with me until the episode had finished because it was at the time where he didn't have a VHS player to record it. He had to watch it live. He would not allow my mum to go to the hospital until he'd seen it. Mm-hmm. We actually found out what that episode was. We found out the original air date. Of, um, <laughs> I think it's the, um, oh gosh, I can't remember. I'll have to find, I'll find out another time. But yeah, it's so important, like not important, but really special in my household that mm-hmm. I have, 
I have my copy of Only Fools and Horses on DVD, and my dad has them as well. Mm. <laughs> we like we have we made sure we both had a set so we could always make sure we could watch it. Sorry. With um, I absolutely uh, love the Christmas special with mm. um, heroes and villains where they run down by and Robin. Yes, and they get there, and everyone else doesn't suit. Like, well, pants dress. It's, like it's a funeral. It's <laughs> yeah. the, it's the like, Rodney bit where he goes, Del, let's Trigger's go. Just like, I, I just absolutely love Trigger's section where he's just like, I, I know how you feel, lads. He's like, well, what the fuck did you come as? Well, I came as a chauffeur. <laughs> and he's all suited and booted. I was fucking yeah. buckled on it. It was class. And um, Randard cooking the turkey where he leaves the bag of giblets in. Oh, oh yeah. Cooking. <laughs> There's also a Christmas special that doesn't get aired a lot as it was part of the series, but it was a Christmas episode. Yeah. It's where his dad comes back. It's yeah, one right. of my favourite episodes is when Dell's dad comes back and tries to say that Dell is not his son mm-hmm. and yep. that Rodney's only his true son. And it's such a brilliant episode it's david jason like at his best like showing so much restraint because you know you hear all these stories about how hard dell is Mm -hmm. and it's showing restraint on the one person he hates the most is the man who walked out on him it was it's such a brilliant episode but it's very very hard to come by if you don't own it part of the collection it's really difficult to get a hold of i think it's like season two Because mm-hmm. I know we've, like, say, talked about quite a lot of the British TV shows that, that, as I said, we would have been staples as kids and stuff. But I think that's this is one thing that a lot of the American shows do really well as well. Um, when they do round about the Christmas period, like all the sitcoms go like big. I know it's, it's normally the same message, like someone's fucked up or they're trying to recap for mm-hmm. like past uh, things. But um, like the ones I absolutely adore, and again, like I still laugh at now, are like things like Friends, like the Friends episodes, oh, always the whole of the uh When it's like him and uh, Chandler's arguing about being uh, uh, like wanting the Santa Claus outfit for Ben, yeah. and he comes in as trying to teach him about Hanukkah and stuff like that. And like it's just like the little jokes in there, like Monica saying, "Oh, keep." And keep the suit for later. And he said, Santa Claus, really? And he's going, oh, yeah. And he's going, oh, ho, oh, oh, as long as you don't call me daddy. <laughs> uh, I just love that episode where they're doing that and Joey bursts through the door as Superman. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the best part. But but then, like I said, because with the, get the Christmas episodes, you also get the Thanksgiving episodes as well. Uh, like when Monica puts the turkey on her head, oh. it's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um I'm going back like through like I know Fraser always has like I know you're watching Fraser at the moment. I so, am. Like, and some Fraser, of, had, Fraser had some good Christmas specials. Definitely, and like some of the cameos in the Fraser ones as well is brilliant. But I love it when uh, he's in the booth and everyone kind of takes over and dresses him up as uh, like things around him. Yes. And it's it's just seeing his reaction to try and stay professional throughout. It's almost like us doing this podcast at times, but yeah. it is. But we don't. Have, it was a stripper, so yeah. they got a stripper in to come and distract him because he was trying to read something like some poetry, like Christmas poetry or something. And mm-hmm. obviously, he's doing his Fraser radio mm-hmm. voice, and the stripper's proper, mm-hmm. like literally groping him. Um, and I love the fact that when it goes off air, that's it. The gloves are off, and the real <laughs> Fraser comes out. 
But um, I think recently as well, like one of the shows, like I know we've done a podcast about it, but like the Christmas episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine have always been up there because I know everyone goes on about the Halloween heists. But um, like one of the funniest things ever is when Jake is trying to arrest Santa Claus and he's like going through and... It's uh, not um, He's dressed as Santa Claus, arresting Doug Judy. Yeah. <laughs> he turns the Christmas tree lot down. This is what happens when you're naughty. <laughs> yeah, and all the kids are looking back screaming. But that, that, like I said, them the things that like so always like now you you try and get that into the Christmas spirit. You try and watch back. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm jumping all over the place here. It's just trying no, to try I, get... I think this. I think this is perfect because it's really difficult to try and like remember everything it's like when you remember one thing you then move on oh god i remember this and then remember that so i think it's but, perfect but here's an interesting one because i know someone brought up in the chat earlier um like a, a certain program are there any christmas specials like for new shows or big shows that you used to remember that weren't actually christmasy but they used to always come out either christmas time or like just after uh, box day on new year's because normally they do have like a big like release or a big um mm. like or big ending to a show around this time as well is any ones that you remember that stand out to use i do cool i do and it fits in with the nerd theme sherlock was a program mm. that yes. came out around about christmas either before or on boxing day and mm. it was it yeah. was a thing of it was a christmas thing wasn't it yes no that that's what i was kind of hinting at is yeah. that what you were aiming at because <laughs> yeah, because with Sherlock, um, I think after a while, like because the cast are, are absolutely brilliant and mm-hmm. they were going on to do huge things, like say with the careers, so it was harder to get them back for like to do a TV like series and stuff. So they did agree to do like a certain amount of um, like one-off specials so often. Yeah. So every Christmas or it was either Christmas Day or New Year's Day, we used to get an episode of Sherlock uh, mm-hmm. for a few years. And that was always like my highlight as well, because I absolutely don't. Well, I, like anything by Arthur Conan Doyle, like I say, I was a big fan. Like going back to watching the old BBC or Channel Four when they had the old like Hound of the Backfields and stuff. Um, yeah. I used to love watching the old Sherlock's as well. And this modern modern day interpretation, I know some people might not be for them because, but it's as close as you can get to these like tales as you can mm-hmm. do. Some yeah. worked, some didn't. Like the Hound of the Baskervilles was oh, a big yeah. miss, a yeah. big miss for me. Me but, too. But again, that was always a highlight for me around Christmas time. That's when I knew it was Christmas because when you were getting excited for, to watch an episode of Sherlock. I think it was New Year's Day. I'm sure. It, like I'm positive it was New Year's because it was like, like we get mm-hmm. to start the new year with a mm-hmm. Sherlock episode. Like the first three that they brought out was some of the best television mm-hmm. that's ever been done. I still the, think them the big the made the biggest mistake in that show mm. was kill, killing off Moriarty the way they did. Because yes. that guy, uh, oh, I've got his name now. Oh, I thought he was brilliant. Oh, uh, my God, what's his name? He's a, he's such a good actor. Andrew, Andrew Scott, no? Yeah, something like that. I, I just could not get away with that bloke. I laughed every time he tried to be evil. I was like, mate, you look like you've just been buffered. You even said, I'm going to shut up with you. Oh, I love uh, it. Oh, I sorry, honestly I... thought Natalie Dormer was a million times better as Moriarty on Elementary. Mm. I, 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 but that's the thing, it's always going to stick views, but I, I, yeah, I thought they did him dirty a little bit. And I think they realised after they killed him off, like how much, mm. like, because the fan, like, I know as Kev wasn't for Kev, but a lot of the fans did love that representation and kind of like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it felt like 
after he'd gone, Sherlock didn't have his big nemesis anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... It got a bit of, uh, like, from, I think, from that episode where, um, obviously, the rooftop, mm-hmm. it went massively downhill. Mm. It just it it just took a direction that it, it just it fell flat. It was literally yeah, it, it fell it wasn't flat. Right for the but show. I just thought Andrew. I enjoyed. I thought Andrew Scott was absolutely fantastic as Moriarty. The unpredictability of the actor and how you just you just didn't know. You couldn't figure out his personality. I love it. Is Andrew Scott? I absolutely adore yeah. that man. Um, I. Just the yeah, uh, the hand of, I was really I was quite upset by the hands of Baskerville. I honestly was had so much like high expectation for it and it did not hit the mark at all. It's one of them ones where the story all works on paper but it doesn't work on film. I think they yeah. had the same problems yeah. when they did the old ones as well. Like that one you always got the anticipation, but you have to remember that like say in the stories, there's a lot without Sherlock in them. So yeah. it's kind of like say that's the miss. Uh, what about you, Grant? Any that you think jump to mind? I know you're not prepared, so <laughs> sorry to throw it down at you. Mate, you covered animation in the first 15 minutes of this show, <laughs> and I've just had to burn me notes because I was relying on that. Oh, no. Um, it's <clears throat> weird, though, that you've brought Sherlock up because I haven't watched Sherlock. A little bit of a segue, but there was always... I don't know whether this was a movie or a TV special or like a two-parter or anything like that, but there was a, a something done when I was younger that I've always associated with Christmas, and I believe it was called Young Sherlock, mm-hmm. and it was just yes. a random adaptation of a Sherlock Holmes. It, it's not an adaptation because it's not one of Arthur Conan Doyle's originals, but it's like him yeah. young, and it's something to do with like an Egyptian mummy. Mm-hmm. or something like that, and I've just got really, really vivid memories from childhood of that always being a Christmas thing. And um, was a Spielberg film. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I believe I so. Not uh, young I Sherlock. Uh, young Sherlock Holmes. Um, it, it was basically how Sherlock become thing, because his girlfriend at, at school, who he was trying to protect, or not, not like the girl he fell in love with, uh, died like in it, and that's like what made him like thing. But it had a young kid in. It was supposed to be the next big blockbuster, but a bombed big style at the cinema. Um, but found its way on like terrestrial TV. But it was the first one where you try to use like special effects as well. It's, but uh, I'm sure it was a Spielberg one. It's a film. It's a uh, from 1985. Um, uh, Young Sherlock Holmes. Is it's um, produce uh, screenplay was by Chris Columbus. Yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and directed Still by... you guys, but my little dog is wanting to be out. Which is oh, no worries. No worries. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was It was um, screenplay by Chris Columbus and directed by Barry Levinson. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Spielberg has got something to do with it. Uh, I got produced-wise. Might have been Amblin or something like it that. It is. It is. It's Amblin Entertainment. Right, but I remember because I say I um they got really excited about the release of it because like they thought like these big names or these names that like um uh, were producing it um and they expected big things especially with the Sherlock franchise and to move on because this was supposed to be going to be kicking off like the careers of the guy who played Sherlock and everything like that and I remember when it go in the, the cinema it didn't do well it didn't do well on video release but it did well on like on the circuit because as you said it used to be played on like uh, Christmas uh, holidays uh, like 
Easter for some reason. Like anything, there was a thing. It used to be it used to try and combat it, like against like when a, a, another station was shown, like Indiana Jones or something like that. They would say this is another adventure uh, sh- uh, movie. But mm-hmm. um, I was really excited about it. And I was always good because it, it's entertaining, but it doesn't have the heart and soul of Sherlock. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it does. I've never seen it, um, but I do. I do get what you mean. I just, for me, nothing beats the TV show that we got with them. Um, Stephen Moffat wrote it, didn't he? The guy mm-hmm. who done Doctor Who, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, what's his name? Who played his brother? Uh, I've forgotten now. He's out of the League of Gentlemen. Um, oh, is it is it Reese uh, Shearsmith? Because no, 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 that would have been a very interesting choice um, for Mycroft. Um, shit's two seconds. It's oh god, I watch his horror program all the time. Um, Mycroft's name, elementary. Mark Davis. Yeah, yeah. Just short. Yes, Mark Davis. I know that him and Stephen Moffat are writing partners. Um, because they did the Doctor Who's together, and they did this, and it just they work. They did Dracula. They did the modern application of Dracula as well. Because again, that was a Christmas special. If you remember when they brought out the two partner with Dracula, yeah. It was a big BBC. We watched it on Netflix when it came on Netflix. Yeah, it was a big BBC production. So they had like the pumped big money in that. It was Mm -hmm. the one where like it was like very modern, uh, old school version, first part. Mm -hmm. And the second part, it was like, what if Dracula survived and was in modern day uh, Britain? But that's where the story kind of fell away and didn't um, go like well, if that makes sense. It's it, where um, I fell asleep. Yeah. But, yeah, I literally fell asleep on the second part. It was so boring. The first mm. part was brilliant, though. Mm. The woman who played, um, what's her face? The, Van, Van Helsing. Van, oh, she was fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know that was a Christmas. I didn't know that came out of Christmas, though. First, well, the first, I think the first episode was Christmas Day and the second episode was, was New Year's Day. Hey, well, I never. Because I, so, I remember for the advertising campaign in Manchester, where they had the stakes in the board, and depending on where the where the sun was, it cast the shadow of Dracula's face. Oh, all right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but if you look it up, there's pictures of it, like pictures online and videos. But it was brilliantly done. Just type in uh, like Dracula billboard, like recently, and it'll show you the imagery. But um, no, like it's difficult to say because. There's a, so many different aspects to like what we class as a, like say as Christmas specials as well. Mm. As I said, now we we are just getting like modern day uh, reality TV kind of Christmas specials now because that's a lot of the television that does well in like well probably yes. in the UK more than yeah. than like say the rest of the world. But, you say that, but the US has got a massive market for reality reality TV like stuff like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, and all that crap. they yeah. do a lot of bacon specials, so they yeah. and they do them yeah. seasonally. So they have mm. like obviously the Halloween one, and then they do the Christmas yeah. one. And I see adverts for them, and I'm like, yes, I want to watch this shit, and can't fucking find it anywhere. <laughs> we do it on um, all the Netflix shows that release stuff like that. Like they'll do like a bacon thing. It's like oh, Halloween cook off, Christmas cook off. We'll always watch it and then get in. They look fantastic, don't they? <laughs> they do. They mint. Um, I-, I love that stuff. Like bacon impossible is absolutely class. Um, <laughs> is that the one? Kev, is that the one where they've got the baker and then they've got an engineer, the scientist and stuff like that? Like, yeah, man, the one with the guy that did the dress with the 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 scepter, man. Yeah. 
God, <laughs> God I <laughs> like it. Um, and the engineer completely let you down. The changes that you made were fucking awful. <laughs> I have to yeah. admit, there, there is one. Was actually... <laughs> there is one I am looking forward to. I don't know if it's on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Um, the Lego Masters Christmas special with celebrities. But it's got Alex out of Taskmaster on it. Um, oh, I've never seen it advertised, and I've seen a lot of shit advertised over the last couple of because Channel Four mm-hmm. um, shows you what they obviously got. And the, the Build a Snowman one practice. <laughs> Celebrities build a snowman. That's an episode that's on BBC on oh. um, Channel Four on Boxing Day. Absolutely wow. crackers. Well, people will watch. <laughs> well, yeah, the Lego Masters one. Like I say, it's just basically, it's not really going to be Christmassy. It's just got celebrities saying how, what they can build like in a few hours. So, but with it, with his mind and what he comes up with on Taskmaster, I think it'd be quite entertaining and seeing yeah. what, what does. But, um, there's so many different aspects. I know, as I said, I mentioned it from, uh, the youths and stuff like that, uh, from Noel's Christmas party, but the one, like I say, I know they did it for a few years, but they haven't done it for a while. Because, uh, as I said, since we've got, like, Sky TV and stuff now, they do throw big money on certain mm. Christmas specials. Um, like, I know they did, the like, the Terry Pratchett ones for, like, a few years oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then David uh, Williams's books got remade in uh, different things for every Christmas special. But I remember, uh, like, so it was a Noel Edmonds thing, but it was Noel's Christmas presents. And again, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was just basically Noel Edmonds going to like people mm-hmm. who's trying to do well. And each year, because I, I come off across as a grumpy old fart, but I cried my eyes out so much <laughs> each time watching it. Um, and Sam's crying just thinking about it. <laughs> I am, I am. It's, and you know what doesn't help? On another Christmas special, on the mm-hmm. Gavin and Stacey Christmas special, they're watching an episode of that. And I still get, and I can hear them. And Michael, he's given Noel's given him a bike, and I'm like, oh god, I know where that's leading to. <laughs> Can anyone remember? Um, it was one of us Christmas Eve Boxing Day in Ireland, and um, a show called Diamond Geezer with David Jason, where he was a jewel thief. Oh no! It was like two or three episodes released, and a Christmas special. I used to watch it with mum, and essentially it was David Jason and some young lad. And he was a proper fucking diamond thief, like a proper gear. It was like what a hell boy had grown up. Kind of right. Thing. It, was, uh, it was really good. Um, I would highly recommend watching that. It's mm. on Prime um, if anyone's interested. For £1.89. And, <laughs> another good one to watch for Christmas specials. The show has not aged well, as me and Charlotte found out when we watched it the first year we were together. Um, good night, sweetheart. Oh, yes. The Christmas specials were brilliant. However, the... Um, Casual racism on the BBC at midday <laughs> against the Asians was a, a bit. Oh, well, this hasn't aged well. Yeah, this oh, wow. used to get shown at midday on a Sunday. No, I, I think oh, the, well, the yeah. BBC was quite um, easy going with the racist comments. Like even watching Only Roads and Horses now, mm. the, the comments yeah, in still they were, are... they were quite right wing. So yeah, but no, yeah. I'd say certain things. But that's a good take on not. The racism part, but the BBC <laughs> aspect. But I think the BBC, like especially back in the day, I know I keep going back. Uh, maybe they say talk about the eighties, nineties again. Um, <laughs> the, the BBC had the best like Christmas specials when it mm-hmm. come from like Alan Partridge's, uh, like say the Vicar of Doom 
uh, Vicar of Dibley. Uh, like say, um, yes. I'm not a big Vicar of Dibley fan, but I used to adore like say, Christmas the Christmas specials. It's the um, it's the the three the, the dinners. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one that comes to mind. It's the dinners. I, I was always sat there when I was a kid watching that, laughing my arse off, thinking, "Pussy, don't." I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to prove it. I used to have me dinner at my mum and dad's, and I'd go and my nana and granddad's, have me dinner there. Then I'd go out with my auntie Florrie's and have have me dinner there and all. And I'd come back home and I like mum and dad like, "I okay, you can do three dinners. You've got room for tea now." I was like, "No." I'd be mm-hmm. absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a, I was for class. That was a good. I never used to watch the series. Like I wasn't like a huge fan. But it was there was something about the BBC on Christmas Day that at a certain time, regardless of you, you know, your watching schedule, you, that you would watch it. Yeah, you yeah. would and- just regardless of what it was, you you would literally watch it. And if you go back even a little bit further, like um, I don't know if any of you can remember the two Ronnies. Yes. yes. Uh, the two Ronnies Christmas special was always something special, like everything to watch. That was brilliant. Um, porridge. Porridge. porridge? Oh my special. god! That yeah. had David Jason in as a um a, the the patient, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Oh, I need to watch that episode again. Then going back, like to open all hours. I know they redone it, like say with uh, David hours. Jason, uh, without them, like say their Christmas. Like it used to like, open all yeah. your hours. Never used to be a Christmas thing. It used to be a New Year's thing when yeah. that used to start. It used to be like say new things used to watch. But Goodwill's just nailed it in the chats. Um, yeah. Like say Mortman wise, the Christmas oh, special. Like even even though it was way before my time. It, I think it's still ready at ten. How do you know this? <laughs> I think it still still gets showed each year. I like even I think UK Golds even still shows it each year, like yeah. the Morton Wise Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Like uh, was it uh, Shirley Bassey they used to have on? Uh, like say doing the singing Diamonds Forever or something? Was, it was wasn't a, it? It was like a dance sequence as well. Like I can picture like them dancing because it, it was it was like the variety sketch show, wasn't it? Yeah, Morton yeah. Wise show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, it is, that that is just it makes my heart all fuzzy and warm thinking of programs <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm starting to get into the Christmas spirit. Then we used to get the Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. You'll get Jimmy fix a Christmas special, but we'll not talk about that. Jim fixed it for me to get my box filled. Jim fixed it for me to walk for him. Yeah, but but to be fair though, it used to always have. There used to be always then. There used to be like him doing top of the pops because that was always the one. Chris top of the pops was always a huge yeah. thing. Waiting for who was yeah. going to get that Christmas number one. Now we don't have that Christmas number one buzz anymore. It's all off downloads or viewed yeah. on Spotify views now. So it we don't actually have an official like like countdown. Which not is, like what we used to. Not no, because no, we used to. I'm just hoping this year it's not fucking lot, baby. Oh gosh, I've seen the things on it being announced. <laughs> But, but I just because it was like depending on where Christmas fell during the week, you would get it the Sunday before, or yeah. just do you know what I mean? It would always be just. But I, I love that aspect of it, and then you would get to see them perform it on top of the pops yeah. on Christmas Day. For us in our house, top of the pops used to go on, and we knew dinner would be ready at the end of that program. We mm-hmm. always ate dinner on the Queen's speech round about mm-hmm. that time. Don't know why. I just think that's how it fell. <laughs> I, but saying that though, because I know like people are kicking off saying about Lad Baby and like the sausage roll shit song, I, I agree it's it's terrible. But if you think back in the day, we had terrible Christmas number ones as well. 
Like we had the Blobby song was a Christmas yes, number one. It was. <laughs> we had Bob the Builder as a Christmas yep. number one. So it it it, it, it is basically like almost like a Christmas curse that the Christmas song is always terrible. Other other when X Factor took over for a few mm-hmm. years and everyone when it was an X Factor finalist, you were pretty much guaranteed a Christmas number one. So I think Joe McClary from the Northeast. Oh my God, did he break it? <laughs> I, think, I think he was the one that broke the cycle or something like that. Someone uh, from the Northeast broke it. Uh, yeah. We have Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Yeah, we have Rage yeah. Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the first time I'd like in a I mean, long time. We had Slade, we had Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. We had the Spice Girls. We really good bands as uh, Christmas number ones. Mm, but I can say, I um, Willie said, Darko yeah, songs at Christmas number one. I can't remember who did it. It was, oh, it was um, um, Lou, it's Lou Reed, isn't it? That's the no, song. No, no, it wasn't the Lou Reed song. It wasn't the version though. It was. Um... It is Lou Reed though. I'm thinking of Mad World. No, uh, Mad, yeah. or something? Mad World. I got that, but it, it, was it the Pash Mold version? Pash Mold, I think. Possibly. No, I don't, a Tears, for, like a, a Tears for Fears. I think. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're literally Googling every Christmas number one now. Um, Oh, God. Tears for Fears, 1983. So they originally did. Sorry, I don't know where I got the read from. Um, 2014 was Jasmine Thompson. Is that it? No. No, No? I've just typed typed in Madwell, Donnie Darko, and it's still coming up saying Tears for Fears. But I don't think it was their version. No, it might have been Tears for Fears version, mate. It's the, my 80s music isn't great when it comes to synth and stuff. I got it. I got it. It's 2003. Upset, so Mad World upset the odds and took the title on the 21st of December 2003. And it does not say who who sang the Mad World. It only was reason- a guy called Michael Andrews and Gary Jules. Right. The only way I can remember it as well is because it was on the Gaze of War trailer. Mm. Because yeah. it was wow. when Xbox, it was it was when the Xbox One uh, launched and we got the like I say the the big uh, trailers and marketing campaign and like Tears of Fearsman you got Marcus Venus running through like like the buildings burning and stuff it was mm. uh, epic but again to sidetrack away from TV specials that's one thing I've noticed this like the last few years now. When it come because I remember when we were kids, or even when we were teenagers, each year there used to be a big release when it come to computer games. You used yeah, to have like the must the must have computer game that Christmas. Oh, yeah. We've not had that for the last few years because I know like say we're streaming and mm. stuff like that. There's not been anything that we've said, I must have this for the Christmas thing. So as you said, Ears of War is probably the biggest one I can remember. That came out the Christmas Tony time. Exactly. Yep, Tony Hawks, that came out around about the time. Resident so they used Evil. to and even the FIFAs used to like delay them at times. I know yeah. you used to try and get them out for September, but they used to get released around October, November time for the Christmas uh, the buy. But um, we've not had that now for the last few years. Whether um, well, like when it comes to like a big release, so I think that's something that's missing these days as well. Yeah, I know because my ne- massively missing. My hmm. nephews for the last few years, like obviously since they got out the age of where you could get away with buying them little shit toys, and then they, they moved on hmm. to computer games. It's it's dwindled down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm having to buy Steam cards for them yeah. to get something for themselves because yeah. th- there's no the only my ne- my youngest nephew has getting a key. I don't want to say because I know his mum listens. <laughs> um, has getting a game this year. But it's not a it's not a new release. Yeah, but like I said, there's nothing really I've like 
got it. Well, I, I'm off the chart when it comes to gaming these days. But you've got now where people are playing stupid games like Goodwill playing washing, washing, washing things and washing driving your tractor, <laughs> washing buildings and fucking tr- driving a tractor, driving a driving a truck, truck driving simulator. It's like. Again, I, I, this might be just me showing me age, and I'm a bit like a, a grumpy old bastard. And you've got people on fucking Twitch watching them drive a fucking truck. It's like do something entertaining. <laughs> Sorry, what that's... an amazing plug for the Twitch channel, mate! I'm sure those guys are gonna. <laughs> oh, here we go. But yeah, that, that, that's that's me around there. But you know, I, I I log on to the Twitch to tell them he's playing shit games as well, though. So. <laughs> Um, and one thing that has like become a bit of a oh, stable. I see them too do a run through with the suffering. The suffering. I don't know what that is. I've seen the horror film, uh, horror game. Oh. I have. I have seen the quarries on sale. If you've got a PlayStation Five, it's supposed to be a good horror game. Oh. So uh, on the Series X as well, I'm tempted to get it. Hmm. Oh, I have a PlayStation 5 and I like horror games. I like horror games that Ant can complete. <laughs> I think on the sales now it's about 15 quid or something like that for a PS5 game. Yeah, it's right yeah. That's pretty That's good. Yeah. Oh, guys, Christmas episode. I don't know if you uh, know this on Fallout 4. If you log in on Christmas Day and go to Diamond City, it's all done out in Christmas lights with Is trees. It? And all oh, that so cool. only happens on Christmas Day on Fallout 4. So anybody that is currently playing Fallout 4, go and do that. <laughs> Random so, flashback. <laughs> so is it? Because I know, um, like, see what they start to do on like FIFA and stuff like that. If it was like you're playing on special days, like um, when you played online, you used to like on Christmas Day, you used to snow on the pitch and stuff like that, or even on your birthday, you used to uh, like happy birthday or some somehow. But um, I like, see that's one thing I have noticed over the last few years is how limited like the gaming market has been like compared to now like, we're, we're, like we were kids because we that's where you used to always wait to christmas because games were so expensive uh like back in the day that you had to wait for christmas to get so they used to wait for the christmas release and on all the games used to have to be like they were kind of competing for that number one mm. christmas game as well so i, I don't know if streaming's changed that now like say where it's making it like, easier to get the access to these games, but I, I, I feel now the game's been so expensive as well. Like, yeah, I, I can't go out. Like I, like, I remember getting a, a switch if you, like last year, um, and thinking the games would have been cheaper, but the, even the second-hand yeah. games for the switch were just ridiculous to the point I was like, I'm not going to buy any games. So I sold my switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Oh, go on. I had a bit of a laugh the other day because I was looking on the game website thinking, oh, I'm going to get sell a couple of games for the Series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw the um, Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'm not going to buy it. And I saw the price, brand new, seven ninety five, pre-owned, mm-hmm. $12.95. I'm like, how the fuck's it more expensive second-hand? So, someone's licked it, that's why. <laughs> it just doesn't you're work. You're getting a special copy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't bother. Don't about Jeremy Ryan. But yes. Um, I, I use my Switch for Animal Crossing, and they do have seasonal things, mm-hmm. and Christmas is obviously a big one, so you have to have a party on Christmas. I haven't been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm ver- I'll be very surprised if my character is, one, still alive, mm-hmm. and two, um, the villagers will be coming after me, because that's what they do, come after you. And going back, like I said, trying to stay on the Christmas topic as well, I don't know this year, but I know 
for a lot of nerds and geeks out there, the big Christmas thing that everyone always normally gets excited about is the Doctor Who episodes. So are we getting a Doctor yeah. Who episode this Christmas? Yes, we are. Thanks to what happened with the regeneration, because it didn't. She didn't regen. She regenerated into a past Doctor. Yeah, so we're gonna so find we out. Know. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I know. I know. What a scene. But apparently, they haven't had a, a Doctor Who um, special, like Christmas special, for a couple of years, and apparently that's not the thing. There's Doctor Who is meant to have like a Christmas special. Yeah, because I think back in the day, it used to be like each year, or like when it, since when it came back, they always used to try and do like a big Christmas special and big fun thing that that, that they did. So uh, they didn't they do the one with like multiple Doctors in it as well, or was that a, a New Year special? That was a God. That was a special, but it was an anniversary special. Right. Um, yeah. That was such a brilliant episode Aye. with the War Doctor. John oh, Hurt. Oh, what an absolute gem of the British acting community! Yeah, absolutely, it was such a brilliant episode. But I don't think it was a Christmas special. But right. doesn't the regeneration normally happen at Christmas? We're like, if it's gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be a Christmas special that they do it on. Because I know Tenants is a Chris, that's definitely a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. Matt's, Matt's <laughs> was too traumatic for us. Apparently, tenants holding on to this for a year. I was reading right. the other day. Um, the guy out of sex education, whose name I could never, ever possibly pronounce, um, and I won't even try, um, he's not supposed to take the role on until the end of next year. Right, so okay. So I'm going to do something weird with David Tennant for the next year and then launch him into it. I don't know if it's to do with his contract with sex oh, education, okay. that he can't film it alongside or something like that, but yeah, Tennant's they... supposed to be in for a, a relative amount of time. Oh, that's, that's so they're... sad. <laughs> oh, because I, I, I've seen, I've, I think they've been releasing photos of the uh, of him in the new because I've said that this is going to be the guy. In, I said from Sex Education's new outfit because it's a new, more updated, modern version, and they've released pictures of him and the companion. Um, but the only way I can see them doing that is if they don't do another season, season this year. If they just do like what they've done in the past, like have two or three specials, mm. and then kick off the new show. Like in the new year, and then like later in the year type thing. Dude, what if they had David Tennant filling in the blanks in all of the Christmas specials that they've missed? Oh, wow. <laughs> and then they start doing Christmas specials again. That's <laughs> the most that... thing for them to ever do. It's like, we forgot Christmas. <laughs> but yes, I just, but like... I, I feel that's a bit of a, a, like a horrible thing to do to the new doctor. Like, don't know, we're just going to get the old one in first. Then you can come in. <laughs> oh, how Let him do the regeneration properly. It might be a contract thing because they're still filming the next season of Sex and uh, Sex Education. Oh, so, right. you know, having to move from a Netflix contract to a BBC contract or something like that. I don't yeah, know. possibly. Or do you not know, trying to like regain some a bit of faith with the fan base? Because apparently, like, even though Jody Whittaker was great, the writing was meant to be really bad for the last season of the who where a lot of people have fallen away so this is kind of like we know we fucked up we're bringing david tenner back because we know you love this guy yeah and then like i said this is going to be the transition period that we'll want um again it's been years since i've been excited about doctor who like even since the child and i know with me and grant's got people who work like actually work on the show so it's like no <laughs> like rob like rob ritchie who's part of the group he's actually built daleks he's he, 
did like the forgotten episode de- like uh, animation for it as well. Um, but it's just again not something that I c- could get excited about. But th- there was something that was on last night that I've recorded, and I'm very excited to watch because I love what these guys do, and I've loved what they've done previously for Christmas specials as well. Uh, Inside Number Nine. Oh, I've never watched it. I know I should, oh. mm-hmm. but I've not watched it. But like I said, I know the Christ- their Christmas specials has always been like when they do Halloween specials, it's uh, phenomenal. But um, their Christmas special was last night, so we've got that to record it. But like when they done the Legal Gentleman Christmas special, seeing Papa Lazarou going through, I nearly done a video of Papa Lazarou, but I thought we'll get taken down. Oh wow, down yeah, that would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I didn't want to get any videos taken down for that, so yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah you would I do re- I, think, I remember I watching that with, I think there's one we've all forgotten Guardians of the Galaxy I was going to bring that up because I was also going to bring up that this time last year Kev me and you were buzzing our tits off over Hawkeye mm-hmm. that was that. Christmas it was just thinking that um, Guardians um, also don't know if uh, anyone's interested in the new Daredevil season mm-hmm. um, it's going to be the longest shoot model it starts filming next year in February and it doesn't finish until December next year mm. what? It so doesn't it's like be... literally it's it's 11 months of filming for Charlie Cox oh right sorry I thought you meant like 11 months of show I was getting bloody hell no, that's cool. 11 months of filming it's going to be massive it's a 22 episode isn't it? pretty awesome that's a lot Gonna be huge. Well, Spider Man's so, gonna yeah. be in it as well, eh? Spider Man. Yeah, they're um, they're looking at bringing all the low level, like the street level heroes, into mm-hmm. their own little universe, like mm-hmm. kind of what they've done with Netflix. Mm-hmm. So let's bring the tracksuit. Let's bring the tracksuit gang mafia. back. Yeah, let's bring <laughs> the tracksuit mafia back. But yeah, this time last year, Kev, we were incredibly oh, excited over Hawkeye, and that was like yeah. Christmas, wasn't it? He had to get back for Christmas Day. And then Marvel went, yep, and it's, <laughs> yeah, after, after Hawkeye, it's, yeah. it's been down. Marvel have really got what we for. I'll not even say particularly bothered by season five anymore, like phase five anymore. I genuinely don't care. They're all the same. <laughs> uh, I think certain aspects, like there's been highs and lows with, with yeah. everything. I think the quality has dropped off. But Guns of Galaxy was a little bit... It was the best thing I've done in years. I would say different because it wasn't what you were expecting. You think, and I quite liked it as well because it didn't focus on the characters that you were expecting to focus on. Yes, it no, wasn't it a Peter Quill program. Yes, yeah. the music was fantastic as well. That's mm. always good. Like, you, you, to, to, you expect that now, so mm-hmm. it, yeah. it was just the piss take Christmas songs that were um, really good. Um, so I genuinely enjoyed that. Uh, Mm-hmm. I love that they took the piss out of Kevin Bacon and he just went along with it. Yeah, like, yeah let's do this. That man is legendary. That was the highlight for me, Kevin Bacon. And the only thing that made us a little bit sad is probably Kevin Bacon's not going to get his own role in the a, in a Marvel Universe now, <laughs> other than being Kevin Bacon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's already had um, him in X-Men First Class, though, so... Oh, my God, yeah. Technically. I just I love the fact that they focused yeah. it on, like, Mantis... It was Mantis's yeah. story. Yeah. I know Drax was with that, and mm-hmm. I just I, I wasn't paying too like great amount of attention to Drax because I understand the third one we are gonna be he's gonna be going. Um, yeah. 
So, but Mantis, I just thought, oh, it's so beautiful just to yeah. see her and her personality and how angry she gets. Yeah, I, I you like can go Bum from Bum one to a hundred. She can. Bomb Bounty's a really talented actress and Very. Really good dancer. I love the scene where they're in the nightclub just having fun. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like mundane things, isn't it? But just watching her do them was lovely. And that's what I really like sometimes in Marvel, in like superhero things, is the mundane, like sitting and talking and eating and drinking. and and, But as them, like I love shit like that. There was one thing that I wanted to to bring up. I love watching that. What? It's still that Kev? Sorry, you were breaking up there. Oh, no. still here. Um, I was just going to say the best part about the Guardian special for me was when Kevin Bacon gets on the phone with his missus and he says, "Oh, do you mind if I'm a bit late? I've got some, I've got something to do for some friends." Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, it was a nice little, it was a nice little moment for them because yeah. you know, they were just kidnapped him. <laughs> yes, he, he forgot about the kidnapping part very quickly, and yeah, he was he very did. forgiven. Uh, and a... the song that was sang in that yeah. the, the first one that was, and then his song, ah. Oh, Loved, Roger, absolutely loved. So it was great. I loved Rocket getting the Winter Soldier arm at the end as well. Yeah. My favorite, but... <laughs> when Nebula gives him the arm and he's just nearly crying, looking at him like, you've got it. <laughs> it was like, Do- Dobby is a free elf. Oh, no! That's the thing, though. Um, they're going to find out if Bucky gets his arm back in the next one as well. So <laughs> I can literally see Thunderbolt starting with Bucky in bed and Nebula unscrewing his arm with a Phillips head or something. Phillips <laughs> head. It's going to be class. <laughs> well, there was one thing I wanted to bring up that, um, you know, you were talking earlier about the Christmas number ones and everything. The thing that kind of is a bit of a ongoing watch or waiting for is the tv christmas adverts mm-hmm. they are a thing like people literally wait yeah. for like the likes of um john lewis and um oh, Azra and stuff it's like a <laughs> yearly thing where people are like waiting out to see what the the big advert is for the, like christmas advert is for this year you know you know what it was at the time when the first start doing that yeah i get it it was it was good mm-hmm. but now it's just like so boring and like it, you, you, ex, it, you don't expect anything different, so it's it's that they're not special anymore. The peak like, to, at the Sainsbury's one. Oh, that was so special, wasn't it? But they did it peak was, at the Sainsbury's totally one. Different. You remember the Sainsbury's advert I where they did it. it was it was a couple of years ago, not this year. I don't even think they've done one this year, but it was a couple of years ago, and it was the football game at well uh, at World War One. Oh, yeah. God. oh yes, uh, yes. it was. Spy, I think. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. it was it was it was for Sainsbury's, and it was it's one of the most beautiful Christmas adverts ever. And that's it, the peak. That was it. Nothing after what, that has been ever good. Yeah, tell you what though, I I, I have to give one company credit because they have t- not they they're not trying to pull on the heartstrings anymore, but they're just taking the piss out of it, all the competition. Aldi, for what they yeah. did this year with the carrots, the and party. then having having have having the caterpillar in handcuffs behind. A big fuck you to Marks and Spencers yeah. who took them a court. I thought that was well done. That like give give all the props for that, but everyone else was just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think this year has been really disappointing, but I, that is like that was that is a thing uh-huh. yeah. in the UK is that people look it out is. for mm. the Christmas advert and what's going to be yeah. the one this year that makes you ball like a baby. Absolutely mm. yeah, none of them. 
Yeah. John it's, Lewis one for me this year. Like, um, it was special. Jukebox's version of uh, All the Small Things was brilliant. Um, and the fact that it was completely different, it wasn't like a Christmas advert, it was like, hey, we're going to give a kid a chance kind of thing here. Yeah. And you saw the bloke was going through trying to sort of like have something to talk about with her. Yeah, make yeah, sure they had like a I, common I like bond. That. Oh, I love yeah. that. I like I d- that. Yeah, I did like it. But it, it has been a thing over the years that Asta won this year. was He was her- atrocious. People need to get in the fucking oh. seat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But um, no, like, see, so yeah, I, I kind of get excited by adverts now. I, like, I'm probably still no. old and, and too uh, like shit. But I, I think that's probably been... The comment of the deal, though, about uh, you made, though, Sam, this year has been a bit of a disappointment when it comes to a lot of different aspects, like mm. TV, films-wise. There's nothing really lived up to, like, thing. And as you will find out in the next episode of the Nerdy Up North Ooh, podcast. Ooh, what a segue! I love <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so next week, um, I, I don't know if anyone else has got anything you want to say about any Christmas I just want to list off the fact that I never mentioned it, and if my parents actually watch this, would say that I'm uh, there's something wrong with this for not bringing up I am fucking obsessed with the royal family Christmas specials that's mm. all I wanted to say cool. obsessed I watch them from December 1st probably every other day and then that's it I will not watch them again but the royal family Christmas specials are amazing that's that one of the things I wanted to say I was one of the ones I, I always wanted to enjoy but I could never get into as the royal family yeah. I don't know it's, it's just it, like say, and if and if anyone did dare to try and man, mention Mrs. Brown boys, you would have been cut off instantly. Oh, good God, no, no! <laughs> it's again just the, the royal family. Again, is just people. Mm-hmm. It's people. It's it's talk. It's talking. It's communicating. It's just living. And for some reason, I thoroughly mm. fucking enjoy that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Like I can say it, it's more too realistic. But uh, I think well, a lot of things. And again, this is probably going back to showing my age. It reminds us of. But I thought. This show did a lot better. Was bread, bread. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely love bread. And the fact that when I met Melanie Hill, never told her how much I loved bread. <laughs> so, I'm but, talking uh, to Melanie Hill in a sports hall in Horton, and mm-hmm. I, I was so many things I wanted to say to her, and could not could not get the words out. Yeah, love like, that show. But yeah, if, if anyone who hasn't seen it, check out bread. It was like say a quintessential British. As it, as it comes, like especially Northern Liverpoolian, yeah. Um, but yes, um, but yeah. Uh, so that pretty much is wrapped up in a in a bit little nice little tidy bow there. Uh, our Christmas episode. So thanks, Grant, uh, for popping on. Uh, thanks Ev, for joining us. Sorry about the technical issues. Uh, hopefully, try and get that resolved for the next time. Um, also, <laughs> also as well. Um, I know Jake was meant to join us, so I want to boo Jake as well. Uh, unfortunately, he had prior commitments, so he couldn't come tonight. But uh, he wanted us to mention about uh, the Justice League Christmas special uh, DC uh, cartoon. Yes. Um, he would have talked about it, but he's not here, so we're not going to talk about it. Uh, oh, boo Jake. <laughs> but yes, um, next week, to tie it up, we are doing, well, trying to get as many people on from the, the podcast team, so it might be a busy one. We are going to do a similar one to what we did last year, reviewing the year that's been. So we'll talk about the ups, the downs, uh, the disappointments, the what got you excited, the new things. So we'll all try and work cohesively and politely as best as we can. <laughs> um, I might have to play a ringmaster in that and say, you talk now, you talk now. But um, it will be entertaining and I'll promise you that. Uh, 
It'll be, be a great way to start your new year off. Come and join us on the podcast. <laughs> right, so, and I think we've decided to do it on the first, so actually on New Year's Day as well. Oh, it's going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. First of the second, but yeah, it was... This is going to be dangerous. How many mm-hmm. people are going to be hanging? That's fine. Yeah. Like I said, I don't well, well, if you are hand. hanging, come and hang with us and come and watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Totally, man. Let's do it at 9am when everybody's <laughs> rotten and grey and fucking guzzling orange juice down. It'll be class. <laughs> yes, so that'll get messy, but yes. I don't drink uh... I'm over for that, <laughs> But yes, um, so that's that's what we're doing next week, and then we are starting the new year, uh, new year show. Things that's starting off next year as well. I know Sam's going to be getting excited doing extra content for the uh, Patreon. Uh, yeah. Charlotte's feet. Send Kev a DM for messages on how to get pictures of that. Um, I think the going rate's seventy pound at the moment. So um, no, 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 it's, it's ten pound. Fifteen pound right. nominated, but if you're more than seventy-five, right? Special rates, special rates. Yes, you've been Charlotte. And um, like I say, follow us on Facebook group. We are growing every every day. Like I say, even Grant's uh, over the moon that the actual Facebook page is now taking over the actual community. Like in yeah, in, in members. Um, <laughs> shame, shame that's all Americans, so they don't account. Um, but yes, uh, also <laughs> trying to think as well. Follow us on Instagram. Like I say, we are just posting random shit on there. Everywhere you can and, find us, follow us. Sorry. And TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok. I'm fucking not, though, and I'm running it. Come and join us on TikTok, please. Come and join I'm me. I'm going to set up a nerdy up north Pornhub profile. <laughs> oh, <good laughs> I, keep, I keep threatening Donna with an OnlyFans page, but uh, I don't think she's that scared about it anymore. So <laughs> no, that <isn't> the <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> you're, not, you're not setting up something that would scare her. <laughs> But yes, uh, so thank you guys and thank you everyone in the chat that's been with us as well. Uh, it's been an interesting year. So yeah. again, uh, and I've just realised as well, they're just pointing out I've fucked up on the design because it's got Kev's name next to Grant and Grant. And Grant's, oh, is that what you were talking about? I saw them in the chat earlier saying Kev's Grant and Grant's Kev and Kelly went, I'll keep you as right. I'd never yeah. even noticed. Never mind. Oh, you, if fault. you've watched us before, you know who these guys are. That's my fault. Poor preparation and I'm tired. Sorry. Um, it's been but, a long year. <laughs> but yes, just a big one as well. Uh, oh, fuck off. Goodwill will be a Twitch. Uh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Twitch. You broke the Twitch earlier on with your shit. I know. <laughs> games. Play some better games. I might plug it a bit better. Uh, <laughs> but yes, um, we do Twitch from time to time. Um, it's normally just Goodwill just waxing lyrical about washing cars. So if you like that thing. Oh, but Jake does. Jake does. Yeah, Jake, good yeah. Jake's class. Watch Jake. Watch Jake. <laughs> I've got the band over New Year, so I'll be on there playing as well because yeah. I, I only tend to get on Twitch when the band's down. So I'll find something fun to play. Certainly, and it, and it just other some people, and just just to try and be nice as well. So I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that supported us. Like even in the group, everyone in the team, you all add so much to this. Like again, you make this what could be hard work worth it and a lot of fun so thank you everyone and thank you for everyone who's like part of the community as well like you all don't know what changes and effects you have for other people we get messages on a day on, on a daily basis that certain aspects that the group has benefited and made an improvement and made people feel 
like they belong to something. So again, that's not me. That's not me, Sam. These guys, are, it's everyone that gets involved. So big thank you to everyone who did that, and um, and a merry Christmas. And just thank you to the chat who like the the guys who join us every single week without fail. You you really do make our episodes incredibly entertaining. So entertaining. So thank mm-hmm. you. Great. So. Uh, do, do you guys want to say Merry Christmas? <laughs> I'll just like Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, on book. Oh, you trust him? Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't believe we went through a full episode and not talked about Miss Tangy as well. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh no! Next yeah. year. <laughs> but yes, same bad time, guys. Same bad channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Have fun. Yeah.